0: Blog Talk Radio. Oh yeah, well, oh, yeah, I'm telling all my look, let's get paid. Asking all boss, man, can I get away Not far from star, two steps. I'm a slave, think it to myself, man. It's time to get paid. Telling all my people, look, let's get paid. Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise? I fall from a star, two steps from a slave. Stick it to myself, man. It's time to get paid. Hey, tell me, come on, man. Come on, you think too much. Where you been? I ain't heard you. Say. Much. Did you hang it up? Did you fall the before when you lose in the crush? Yeah, such and such, man. It's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind. How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find. I've been on my office stacking paper on the grind in Atlanta and New York. Trying to build a shot, real talk, These days, it's hard to stay sober. Switching time zone with a full hour late over. Bips, I Hot flush, I from the doja. I fire hard cause I can't blow in the that You can tell I'm you. You in the corporate office somewhere over there. You Range and, and I got I got me in October. I'm telling all my peoples, look, let's get paid. Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. it for myself, man, it's time to Telling all my peoples, look, let's get paid. Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. it for myself, man, I'm about to die, this broke life, tired of this reggae, plus don't smoke right, hot see my heyday, Act don't sound right, shit don't act right, rock won't stack right, at least it don't stack like it used to, let your brother kill himself, tell me what would you do, so now I'm trying to see my money boom cool no type of feline acting on all new school, I know what happens than usual. catch you when I poop through to a stage near you, if not grab two and come to, we oh, let money gets crucial, I won't excuse my behavior, a lack thereof when it comes to the paper. Time to get burned and stacks on major. It's do it get done. Overworked here, player. I'm on my people's look. Let's get paid. Asking all boss man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. I'm sticking for myself, man, it's time to get paid. Telling all my people's look. Let's get paid. Asking all boss man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. I'm sticking to myself, man, it's time to get paid. Thank you.
1: to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, So L. This is The Foundation, and we are High Frequency, where we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information, incorrectly applied, can get you hurt. So as always, we are always looking to apply that correct information correctly here on the foundation. And as always, I want to start off by saying all thanks, praises, honors due to the creator and the ancestors. But without them, not a near nutter, I want to say peace, big up, shout out, salute to my big brother, Yusuf Bell, our Frequency radio network creator, extraordinaire, the hottest radio network on the planet. You know what I mean. And then my man got the SPC University Private Side Solutions doing the dance. You know, just talked to the brother a couple weeks ago. Shout out to Big Brother Yusufel. And as always, I would like to invite you to check out WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. Make sure you sign up for the email list. Shout out to everybody who helped us hit the milestone. Email list right there just, you know, it's gonna say that you gotta do something. You gotta go to your email and, and you don't gotta do that. That's that's old. I don't feel like paying a programmer. Check out the PDF section. You know what I'm saying? Free information, just download it, go. Not necessarily stuff that is gonna be everything that is discussed here on the foundation, but you know, I feel that it is it it is very pertinent. Also, make sure you check out the education tab where you can find the Foundation Trust Primer. If you're brand new to this, you like what? You want to grab that Trust Primer. It's over 18 documents, hand-selected by yours truly to help you do your dance. You know what I mean? Understand what is this dude talking about, you know? Make sure you grab that foundation trust primer, then jump into the foundation trust series. Webinars, DVDs, part one, part two, part three, brand new, you know, brand new to trust. Even if you familiar with trust, you got your nine, eight number and you are going to take the public straw sesquay, you know, legal, whatever, man. And capture it. you about to capture it. You need to put it in the private. You know what I'm saying? You, you need to get the trust series, bro. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you understand what I'm saying? Trust series lets you know what type of trust we deal with. The specificity. 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 <laughs> specificity. With regards to the distinct entity that we use to administer privately outside of the public governance 100% lawful, 100% legal. Through proper substantiation, it's introductory. It'll break it down. Supreme Court citations. There's a lot of stuff in there, you know. And I suggest everybody, you know, grab the Trust Series. I've had trustees who are in trustee training say, that, you know, Trust Trust Series is that deal. It's that dance. So, you know, hey, I invite you to grab that. Grab that. At least part one. Just grab part one if you don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Burn it, just burn it man Release your frustrations <laughs> But you know, what else we got We got the uh, Trust Series, we got Passport No Social Part 1, Part 2 Chris L blessed us With regards to how to grab the passport No social, how to Use the passport, no social You know, we're trying to get free We're trying to get that separation established Between us, you know, the, leaving, the living breathing As well as you know One with energy created by the creator in our our parents. Versus this, you know, all capital dance. There you go. Passport, no social. Right there on the education tab. Also, you can find all the Instagram page, Twitter page, Facebook page. If you're into that dance, you can book a consultation you can as well make a donation all at the same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. That's welcome to the foundation.com. That's www.welcome to the foundation.com. Thank you. i want to say peace to all the listeners. What's up? Peace. All the live listeners, archive listeners, live callers, podcast listeners, internet listeners, MP3 listeners, all the listeners. I want to say peace to all the listeners as always, and peace to all the trustees private trustee trading here at the foundation catch y'all on sunday if not sooner as well as anyone invested in their private education we got the public education we know there's two sides to a coin we're getting that private education doing that dance i also want to say peace to anyone that we've done business with in the private anyone who's sent an email or well wishes or current event or otherwise added to the foundation you know Foundation is it's it's strong over here, you know. You jump off the foundation, you can pound footprints in solid rock. I don't know, you know, Maybe maybe you can't make. If you break your foot, then that's that's on you. We gonna jump into this. Y'all know what we doing. Why wealthy families you use public business? Um, let's get into it. I don't, I don't have any problems with this. <clears throat> Understand that. My education affords me um, the ability to see things that most of us cannot. And for a long time, I took that for granted. I really did. I guess, you know, we assume, what is it called? Confirmation bias. We assume that everyone knows what we know and looks at things, how we look at things. And that's kind of where, you know, complications arise through communication because there's some sort of disagreement a lot of times. And we don't know how to handle disagreements nonetheless. You know, I want to get into what I know to be true as to why wealthy families use public business. And I'm kind of going to go deep. And I want to hit it on a level that it hasn't been touched on before that I don't hear. You know, a lot of y'all know I used to do music. And how I started doing music is I would create what I thought was missing. That's kind of what I do in my life. I kind of add what i think is missing i'm not going to be the one to stand there and be like hey man there's something missing i'm the one to walk up and and play something there so there's nothing missing anyways and you know it's just what it is i don't want accolades whatever it just makes me feel better because when i when i see order in things so i like to create order i like to help others create order and in order no pun intended to understand why wealthy families use public business, I have delved into not only my public education as well as private education. I went to school for international business and sales and marketing. was a double major. And, uh, you know, I always knew that business was the dance. You know, people who transacted in business when I was younger, those were the people who, you know, were able to do what they wanted to do, drive what they wanted to drive, wear what they wanted to wear, go where they wanted to go, and I wanted to be one of those people. And now that I am, I want to assist those Who are on their way as well as help those who want to get there, but have no idea how to get there You have no idea what you're dealing with. What am I what is going on? I don't understand the system. I don't understand the credit. I don't understand. There's so many things. I understand. I'm very very upset I'm on edge. I'm anxious knowledge helps satiate that so that's what I'm attempting to impart To y'all with regards to this episode of the foundation. But first y'all know what the dance is Let me jump into these current events. CNBC off the cuff. Inflation likely increased slightly in January, bolstered by rising gas prices. Now, um, from what I understand, the consumer price index, where they calculate consumer price inflation, that, that doesn't include energy and food. Nope, is it energy? Yeah, I think it's food and energy or some types of different types of food. Um, they used to compare steaks and then steaks got too expensive. So now they're like, well, it's, it's hamburger meat, but they're trying to say it's the same products or something. This is how they do their CPI. Look, don't get me involved. Right. But I think it's weird what they are talking about the gas prices, but I like the language and I want to point out the language inflation likely increased. It's likely that an increased, mm-hmm. we don't know slightly, maybe just a little bit in January bolstered by rising gas prices. The consumer price index for January is expected to have increased with a one year over year gain of 1.5% when it will be released. Market expectations for inflation are rising, but economists don't expect to see much of a move higher until March and April. But get this, this is why when prices are compared with last year's level. So, Ooh, we're not going to see inflation. We're not going to see any right rise in prices at the consumer level. Until uh, I would say March or April. And that's only because that's when they compare the numbers from last year player. And I just want to point that out. I'm not going any deeper into this article because it's it's wild hundreds. But Reuters.com U.S. consumer prices increased steadily in January. U.S. consumer prices rose moderately in January and and underlying inflation remained benign. Look, check it out. These guys say that inflation rose moderately. They said it likely increased slightly. Look you got to understand these word games. The Labor Department said today its consumer price index increased three-tenths of a percent last month after climbing a revised two-tenths of a percent in December. They revised it. They were like, oh, it wasn't that it wasn't that much. Then they go back, and then they change the numbers. They, they release the numbers, say tell you it's all good. Then they wait a couple months, and they go back, and then they raise the numbers, or they they make the numbers look more. Look, I'm done. I'm going to move on to the next one. Check it out. Reuters.com cheaper airline tickets helped to keep lid on U.S. inflation in January. What? U.S. consumer prices rose moderately in January. Higher gasoline prices were blunted by slump by a slump in airline fares amid a relentless pan-blah-blah. The report from the Labor Department also showed underlying consumer prices were unchanged for a second straight month. Sure. Inflation is under the spotlight with economic growth expected to be juiced by fiscal stimulus and by miles. Vaccines becoming accessible to large swaths of the population, unleashing pent-up demand for services. So there's there's an expectation that, you know, there's going to be a pent-up demand for services after the vaccine is released, and people are just going to, you know, just go do what they've been wanting to do for over a year. I don't know. I don't necessarily expect that, but hey, Reuters.com, U.S. January budget deficit hits record $163 billion deficit in January. Fam, let let me run a deficit of $163 in January and and see if, you know, my credit don't get tore up. And, man, look, the U.S. government posted a budget deficit of $163 billion in January, a record high for the month and a 130 billion dollar jump from the deficit in the same month last year. So, it went from <laughs> 33 billion deficit to 130 billion deficit, baby. Receipts from January rose rose 3% from the year earlier period to 385 billion, while outlays grew 35% to 547 billion. So, I'm making 385 billion, but I'm spending 500 Forty-seven billion. This is that. This is. I'm pointing out economics. I'm hey. This is the news. I'm. This isn't me saying this stuff. I mean, I am saying it. I'm just repeating. I'm parroting this. BBC News: Shift to green energy could cost oil states thirteen trillion dollars by 2040. Look, this shift to green energy is all well and all well and good, but what is the effect on on local economies? A lot of those, you know, southern states. <clears throat> uh Texas, central, midwestern, southern states. I, I mean, how do you phrase that? Southern midwestern states. You know, oil production is heavy, you know. I mean, I've been on road trips, I've driven by spots in the United States and I've seen them oil things going. It was like, "Whoa, we got them here? I thought that was all in Arabia." But I think the local economies are going to be hit and I think, you know, a lot of people are moving from California to Texas but because of taxes But let Texas start getting hit because of federal regulation with regards to green energy, and they can't sell all that oil. And I want to see if taxes stay the way they are, player. CNN business. bs Unpaid rent is piling up. Landlords can't hold on forever. Oh, man. Millions of struggling renters caught a much-needed break. When the federal moratorium on evictions was extended through the end of March, but for many landlords across the United States, the news came as a nightmare. Quote, it's important to recognize that after 10 months of severe economic distress, job loss, and decline in rent collections, everyone is hurting. End quote. This is Bob Pinneger, president and CEO of the National Apartment Association, an industry group representing property owners. By extending the moratoriums further, he said it leaves landlords and property managers quote, saddled with the financial burden of providing housing to America's 40 million renters without sufficient resources to do so, and they leave residents to accrue even more debt. The federal eviction moratorium put in place by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, I mean, how the hell can the Center for Disease Control have anything to do with your rent? But, you know, people people G'd for it, everybody G'd for it in September, that's when they did it, to stop the spread of the coronavirus Blah, blah. Prevents property owners from evicting renters for non-payment of rent. The order temporarily prohibits new and previously filed evictions from occurring. It requires struggling tenants to provide a declaration to their landlord that they earn less than $100,000 a year, a significant loss of income, and have made their best effort to find rental assistance and pay their rent. Initially, the CDC order was set to expire at the end of December, but was extended through January by provision in the second stimulus package. One of The president's first act in office was to seek to extend the moratorium again until the end of March. Ultimately, Pinterter argues residents, (laughs) owners, and policymakers want the same thing for tenants to stay in their homes. But he said eviction moratoriums don't accomplish that because they create the illusion that everything is stable when, in fact, they are far from it renters will still owe back rent once the moratorium is lifted, and in the meantime, landlords are stuck figuring out how to cover their monthly expenses. Check this out. And then people are going to, you know, hey, uh, this continues. I do not um, find any issue for seeing people's water getting cut off, people's electricity getting cut off, people's gas being cut off, because if the landlords can't pay the bills, like, you know, I mean, how's, okay, I mean, this is, look, you know, I'm gonna pray for everybody. Look, look, check this, check this out. What we got, what what is this? Boston Globe, a majority of people arrested for capital riot had a history of financial trouble. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. Thousands of Trump supporters who violently stormed the United States Capitol on January 6th to support former President Donald Trump's baseless claims that he won the election according to the Washington Post analysts of public records nearly 60% of the people facing charges related to the Capitol riots showed signs of prior financial struggles so what does that say if you look at the Capitol riots you know it was it was it was a heavy, heavy, heavy number. Presence. That's the word I was looking for. Heavy presence of European Americans. And, you know, y'all know I don't deal with race. You know, I think above that stuff. I mean, come on, man. That stuff is weird. Racism. Um, now, don't get me into the debate now whether or not there are classist and seemingly racist policies and people may hold these views. But ultimately, when you see the capital rights and then these fools do an investigation to find that sixty at least over sixty percent of the people that were arrested have financial issues, it kind of, you know, paints the picture of what's really going on in this country. People are broke. It's all bad. And you know, that shutdown really hurt a lot of people. And it it's across <clears throat> excuse me, economic lines, and it's across so-called racial lines. And as far as I'm concerned, the 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 American dream of go to school, get a good job, so on and so forth, and retire is a rap. It's been a rap. And as the a certain age of the population further understands and comes to under uh, acknowledge this, there's going to be more and more anger and resentment towards government and institutions. Please believe me. Wordist.com, as I speak, new CEO of Heineken to cut 8,000 jobs as the company feels the Pablau effect. Heineken plans to cut about 8,000 jobs do- <laughs> 8,000 jobs Dutch beer group said today, seeking to restore operating margins to pre-plow plow levels after a sharp decline in profit because of the cacao restrictions. The world's second largest brewer, which makes Europe's top selling lager, as well as Tiger and Seoul, said it would save 2 billion euros over three years to 2023 under CEO Dolph van der Brink's Evergreen plan. First thing they do, lay off workers. They announce the worker layoffs. The stock prices start surges. If you don't believe me, go check. Reuters.com, Best Buy to lay off some workers. At some stores. Some. Best Buy. Company Incorporated has notified employees that it would cut some jobs at its stores. The Wall Street Journal, Journal reported today as the kaklao papal forces retailers to become more dependent than ever on online shopping. A Best Buy spokesman said the company does not comment on specific personnel matters, but added that its workforce would need to evolve to meet evolving needs of customers. The workforce needs to evolve to meet the evolving needs, evolution. "Quote: Customer shopping behavior will be permanently changed in a way that is even more digital." End quote. He said. Best Buy in April last year furloughed about 51,000 hourly employees as it closed stores due to the cacao lockdowns. Although it brought some of them back after reopening to meet a surge in demand for home computer equipment and game consoles. It's it's this. Uh, I'm going to keep my personal printing out of it. BBC News, Rihanna's Fenty fashion label to close down. hmm However, it's happening everywhere and it's affecting everyone. LVMH said that Fenty's ready-to-wear clothes will be, quote, put on hold, end quote, pending better conditions. Uh, When will that be? Fashion analysts say although Rihanna has a huge fan base, the Fenty label's prices were too steep for most of them. But LVMH and Rihanna pledge to concentrate on long-term development of the Fenty ecosystem. Rihanna's moving to the fashion world have come at the expense of her music career. That's your opinion moving forward. CNBC, why there's a chip shortage that's hurting everything from the PlayStation 5 to Chevy Malibu. I spoke on this last week, a couple weeks ago. I don't remember. This is a big deal. I don't think this is going away. There's a chip shortage that started in a surge in demand for personal computers and other electronics for work or school from home during the papal. now threatens to snarl car production around the world. Man, what kind of word is snarl? Semiconductors are in short supply because of big demand in electronic shifting business models, which include outsourcing production and effects from former President Donald Trump's trade war. Chips are likely to remain in short supply in coming months months as demand remains higher than ever. It's not going anywhere. Fed Chair Powell says rates will stay low for a while. Citing bleak jobs picture. Despite unemployment rate that has fallen to 6.3%, the Fed Chair said the unemployment picture is a long way from where it needs to be. Powell noted that the actual unemployment rate is probably closer to 10% and said the Fed needs to stay focused on its broad and inclusive unemployment goal. As a dance going down, do you like it? I... never seen this dance before. CNBC dollar falls to two-week low as benign inflation U.S. yields weigh. The dollar dropped to two-week lows today in choppy trading, led by losses against sterling and euro weighed down by U.S. data showing tepid inflation and the slipping in treasury yields. And I'm going to say it's weighed down by all this stimulus, baby. U.S. benchmark 10-year yields were last at 1.136%, down two basis points from Monday's level. Man, that's, you're getting plowed in two days. The dollar extended losses after data showed U.S. underlying inflation remained benign, excluding the volatile food and energy components. See, I told you they exclude volatile food and energy components. When they track CPI, the CPI was unchanged for a second straight month. Cause they don't they don't count food an energy player. I'm done. I'm done with this one. I'm upset. I'm reft. CNBC, gold inches up on weaker weaker dollar. You see a correlation? You see the two sides of the coin? I'm gonna move forward. CNBC, European markets close lower as traders digest earnings news. Maersk is down seven percent. Maersk is a big deal. It's a shipping company. They, you know the freighters with the big the big containers you know it's all bad the pan-european stock 600 finished the session down with most sectors and major um bourses in negative territory what's a bourse it was a busy day for earnings in europe with society general Mersk and aid in all reporting the results german chancellor angela merkel is set to announce that germany will extend its kakao cr- cr- Locked down until March 14th. They are under lock and key over there, baby, across the pond. BBC News, speaking across the pond, the computer is rejecting your job application. What? Frankly, it was a little stressful to know that my application was being judged by a computer and not by a human being. A professional journalist. I recently applied for a new job, and for the first part of the recruitment process, the publisher made me play a number of simple online games from the comfort of my own home. This included having to quickly count the number of dots in two boxes, inflating a balloon before it burst to win money, and matching emotions to facial expressions. Then, an artificial intelligence software system assessed my personality and either passed or failed me no human had a look in and this is where the future is going i wondered is it fair for a computer alone to accept or reject your job application and this is where the future is going y'all welcome to the fast growing world of artificial recruitment artificial intelligence recruitment my bad while recruiters have been using artificial intelligence for around the past decade the technology has been greatly refined in recent years and Demand for it has risen strongly since the papal, thanks to its convenience and fast results at a time when staff may be due, I'm sorry, off-duty due to the cloud While recruiters have, I'm sorry, the AI recruitment software that put me through the above test was provided by a New York-based firm called Pi metrics. The questions and answers to them are designed to evaluate several aspects of a job seeker's personality and intelligence, such as your risk tolerance and how quickly you respond to situations. Or, as Pi metrics puts it, quote, to fairly and accurately measure cognitive and emotional attributes, in only 25 minutes. End quote. Its AI software is now used in the initial recruitment process of a number of multinational companies, such as McDonald's, JP Morgan Bank, accountancy firm PWC, and food group Kraft Heinz. An interview with the human recruiter then follows if you pass. Quote, it's about helping firms process a much wider pool of applicants and getting signals that someone will be successful in a job, end quote. This is Pi founder Frida Poli. Free to poly. Sounds like sounds like some kind of food dish. Everyone wants the right job to hire the right person. It doesn't benefit anyone to match you with the wrong job. Trying to use the artificial intelligence systems in smart ways is to everyone's advantage. Oh, that's the pitch. Another provider of AI recruitment software is Utah-based Hireview. Its AI system records videos of job applicants answering interview questions via their laptops, webcams, and microphone. The audio of this is then converted into text and the AI algorithm analyzes it for keywords such as the use of I instead of we in response to questions about teamwork. The recruitment company can then choose to let Review system reject candidates without having a human double check or having the can- candidate moved on for a video interview with an actual recruiter. Review says that by September it had, I'm sorry, by September 2019, it had conducted a total of 12 million interviews, of which 20% were via the AI software. The remaining 80% were with a human interviewer. On the other end of the video screen, the overall figure has now risen to 19 million with the same percentage split. HireVue first started offering the AI interviews in 2016. Its users include travel services firm Sabre. Meanwhile, a report from 2019 said that such is the growth of the use of artificial intelligence that will replace 16 percent of the recruitment sector jobs before 2029 kevin parker the chief executive of power View, says the ai is more impartial than a human interviewer sure quote there's a desire to have a fair process and ai can help evaluate all those candidates in a very consistent way and quote he says Y'all see the problem? I'm done with this. I'm gonna move on. But y'all see the problem? They can put put bugs in the code, and they're rejecting all so called black applicants. And oh, that wasn't us. There was a bug in the code. We fixed it now, but we hired everybody, so we don't need to hire nobody else. I see a lot of issues with this. Um, I see some issues with this too. CNN Business: How airbag jeans and high tech vests could make motorbikes safer. What? Balanced on two wheels without a protective shell, riding a motorbike is far more dangerous than driving a car. In the United States, for example, motor- motorcyclists are about, are about, excuse me, 28 times as likely as a car occupants to die in a crash. But innovations in airbags could help keep motorcyclists safe. Uh, Moses designed his first pair of motorcycle jeans in collaboration with Harley-Davidson in Sweden 16 years ago, featuring a protective leather lining. Now he's taken the idea one step further. His company, Airbag Inside Sweden AB, has designed a prototype pair of super strong jeans that have concealed airbags inside. The wearer tethers the jeans to their bike, and if, the, if they fall from the motorcycle, the airbags are triggered, filling with compressed air and lessening the impact on the lower body airbag can then be deflated, refilled with gas, gas, excuse me, and reassembled into the jeans to use again, explains the creator. Airbag vests. The creator says it's the first time this kind of protection will be available for the lower body. Equivalent technology for the upper body has been around for more than 20 years. Motorcycle, motorcycle airbag vests can be fitted under a jacket and protect the chest, neck, and sometimes the bizak Early versions were tethered to the bike like the jeans but more recently autonomous electronic airbags have been developed which instead use high-tech sensors to detect when the rider is about to fall and then poof poof, hit you with them airbags player technology is it's cool but it's taking your jobs mastercard to open up network to select cryptocurrencies here it comes y'all i told you they're about to digital push this dance you see this digital dance they're trying to tell you it's electric slide it's not it's not the electric slide, y'all. It's a digital dance, and they're trying, to, they're trying to get you. MasterCard Incorporated said today it was planning to offer support for some cryptocurrencies on its network this year, joining a string of big-ticket firms that have pledged similar support. Asset manager BlackRock Incorporated and payments company Square and PayPal have also recently backed cryptocurrencies. MasterCard already offers customer cards. That allow people to transact using their cryptocurrencies although without going through its network quote doing this will create a lot more per um, wow possibilities for shoppers and merchants allowing them to transact in an entirely new form of payment this change may open merchants up to new customers who are already flocking to digital assets the flock is here warriors.com Bank of Canada accelerates work on digital currency amid the Pampalas the COVID-19 pamper plow, man I said the C word didn't I has added urgency to the bank I lost man, I just lost I lose, development of digital currency and decision could come sooner than previously thought a senior policymaker said today, though he noted that a launch was not quote a foregone conclusion end quote bank of Canada, man I'm sorry y'all bank of Canada, I just love to say it like that bank of Canada deputy Governor Tim Lane, speaking to digital intelligence audience, also said that while the Pampa plow, see, you didn't give me that time, has boosted cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, recent prices, spikes looked like, quote, speculative mania, end quote, and they remain implausible as the currency of the future. Yeah, right, man. I mean, this whole stock market looks like speculative mania, and I think it's something to take into consideration. That's and for current events, I know it was a lot. I had to tell y'all a lot. I had to let you know. I had to put you on to the gamery. <clears throat> All right, so let's get in with this, this show. I appreciate y'all. Y'all my peoples. Hold up. Let me drink some of this water. Man, that was a splash! All right, <clears throat> excuse me. So, what we got here? Why wealthy families use public business? Killing me. So, you're probably thinking, like, oh, he's just gonna come out and be just t- say these, these, you know, these, these basic reasons as to why wealthy families use public business. I'm tired of this dude talking about the same thing all the time. And to that, I say, I don't care if you're tired. But I will say that I'm going to kick it a little different today Um, because I want to talk about private wealth and private business. But I guess specifically, um, I always talk about that, right? Uh, Specifically, excuse me, wax lyrical regarding establishing um, private and public structures and specific system to maximize wealth and legally mitigate taxes is what what I talk about all the time. It's really, you're going to break it down. What do you do? You know, hey, I'm really just be breaking down specific system to maximize wealth. And legally mitigate taxes through you know multiple public and private structures. Man, this is just too dense. I'm not an attorney, I'm not a lawyer. I don't give legal advice. I don't even do nothing. I just be chilling. But I really speak on um, true fundamentals of um, why, or more to the point, the how. Right? I mean, you know, trust and okay, fine. Today I want to discuss. Why wealthy families use public business, but before I do that, I want to discuss value. I told you it's going to be a little different. So, value, and I'm, I'm going to say the definition of value, and this is in Black's Law, fourth edition. You know, this is my favorite law dictionary. It's the fourth edition. I got the fourth deluxe. It's old. It smells like old people, garage and attic, but it does a dance. So value, the utility of an object in satisfying directly or indirectly the needs or desires of human beings called by economists value in use, or it's worth consisting in the power of purchasing other objects. Called value in exchange. So the utility of an object to satisfy directly or indirectly the needs and desires of human beings, this is value in use. So do you have value in use of your car? Do you do you find value in the use of your stove? Do you find value in the use of your shoes? When you put them on your feet and you walk outside and you step on some glass, you don't know, get tore off and bleed out on the side of the sidewalk. Value. I I please just stay with me. I'm going go, I'm going slow, y'all. But I'm i I'm going deep because this is how I think and this is this is how I have this established in my mind. So, you have value in use. Do you understand value in use? The utility of an object. What is an object? A car, a pair of shoes. These are objects. Value. Utility. So we measure the value in its utility of objects. You understand what I'm saying? Stoves, cars, stay with me. Or it's worth consisting in the power of purchasing other objects called value in exchange. So the worth of purchasing other objects, so not you're not using it, not value in use, but the value in exchange also the estimated or praised worth of any object or property calculated in money value all right one value in use, utility your stove, your car, you value your stove. If I was like, yo, let me get your stove. You'd be like, what? What are you talking about? I just walked up and knocked on your door. Like, peace, this is soap. You'd be like, what's up? So don't let me get your stove. you look at me crazy. You'd be like, Whoa, what? Because you value that stove. You value the utility. You have value in the use of that object. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Now, there's value in exchange. The easiest way to understand value in exchange is to look at Money, or what we call money is fiat. So you look at dollars, these notes. There's value in the exchange of these notes. There's no value in holding them. There's no value in saving them. There's only value in exchanging them for other objects. Then, there is the estimated or appraised worth of any object or property calculated in money. Value. Any consideration sufficient to support a simple contract, consideration, value. And you can get into accepted for value, but I don't do that dance because y'all know I don't, y'all go holler at Yusuf for that. But I hope you see where I'm coming from. Now, understanding value and the concept of value is paramount. So many things depend upon it. If you do not understand the value of the currency you hold, you make an easy target for fraud, for theft, for inflated prices, for paying too much for something that it's worth than its actual value. Quantifying value is easy enough. We have markets. We have competition through commerce that drives prices. Even artificial intelligence is driving prices. Peep game I'm talking about on these current events. Think of all of the different ways you determine price. Think of it, whether we're talking about socks or a ride or some gas. Think of all the different ways you determine price. Value is the most important thing to understand when you hear what I'm about to say. Labor is money. Your labor is your property, the definition of value, also the estimate or appraised worth of any object or property. And this is one of the biggest misconceptions or misunderstandings of our people. We don't understand that our labor is our property. We do not assign a value to our labor. We allow others to assign value to our labor. And we say, oh, this is what we're paying. We can't pay more than this. And these fools know that if they have any problems with their company, they're going to lay off the laborer. Why? Because those in business, and I'm about to tell y'all a business secret. One of the things about business. Is said you never smarten up a chump, charge them for the service. Another thing is, we understand that as business administrators, I'm not even going to say owners because you know, in my situation, the trust owns the joint. Business administrators understand the labor markets, we understand how they work. We understand that most laborers are heavily indebted to this system and that we value things, money, cash, items, cars, clothes, these depreciating assets more than we value our labor, our life, our force, our energy, our days and time that we will never get back, that we Give or exchange to this corporation at the at the um detriment of our family and our dreams for a certain amount of fiat currency that we value more than our time and our labor. I'm convinced that education in this country is so rudimentary is to reduce the overall population's knowledge regarding true assets and money and what real wealth is, labor. Labor is real wealth. The control of labor is real wealth. Understanding how to divide labor creates, manifests, constitutes, and begets wealth. Do you hear what I'm saying? When citizens exist who do not know true value of their labor, those that do know can control large amounts of labor through public business. Nothing moves on this planet without labor. Why wealthy families use public business i'm i'm I got a um <clears throat> American jurisprudence on uh, corporations. But this one's the legal, the legal forms. You know, you got American jurisprudence, then you got legal forms. I'm looking at the legal forms, man. I got all, I got a lot of this stuff. When persons contemplate joining together in some sort of business association for profit, care must be exercised in deciding what form of association will best suit the purpose of the parties involved. There are several basic forms of business associations in use, each having different attributes. And each having advantages and disadvantages. There are joint ventures, partnerships, limited partnerships, partnerships as associations or limited partner associations, joint stock companies, Massachusetts or business trusts, limited liability companies and corporations. Detailed treatment of types of business associations other than corporations is given in other chapters. The principal advantage of a corporate form of business are continuity of corporate existence, which means the business never dies. Despite the death or disability of an owner or manager, the general free transferability of shares representing ownership of of the corporation and the limited liability of the stockholders. An additional advantage is that the flexibility in financing a corporate business enterprise A corporation may may issue securities in various forms of shares that may be divided into different classes representing differing claims or interest in the corporate assets or income as well as different degrees of control of corporate activities. Basic non-tax disadvantages of corporate form of business consist of such matters as the trouble of expense incident to the formation and organization of the corporation, lack of centralized control, and general greater government control of corporate activities, both federal and state. In this area, special attention must be given to federal acts such as the Securities Act of 1933, the Securities Exchange Act of 1934, and similar legislation. On the state level, level in addition to careful, comp, comp, I'm sorry, contemplation and compliance with specific statutes governing the formation, management, merger, and consolidation, dissolution, and winding up of corporations and similar matters. Article 8 of the Uniform Commercial Code governs investment securities must be kept in mind. Other advantages is the limitation of liability. Corporate advantages includes being able to create debts in the name of the corporation and limit the liability of the corporate owners to just the corporation itself. And understanding the division of labor is a big thing. Check it out. The opportunity cost of becoming a skilled worker includes both the direct expenses as well as the foregone labor during the training period or apprenticeship as a result skilled workers must be paid higher wages than unskilled workers did you know that's why did you know that's why that's the reason why skilled workers are paid more is because the opportunity cost of them getting that that education basically they lost money that they could have been making while learning to do what they're doing in addition to training and The forces of supply and demand workers with higher quality skills, risky jobs, or jobs that require trustworthy employees will receive higher wages. This is now known as the theory of compensating differentials. I know. The supply of workers adjusts itself to the demand of labor across all professions via wage rates, migration, and changes in population. Prosperity cannot be created by subsidizing job training. And then this is like some college stuff. You can check this out at, what is it, LumenLearning.com. It's called Labor Market Equilibrium in Wage Determinants. It basically says in the key points, firms will hire more labor when the marginal revenue product of labor is greater than the wage rate. Basically saying firms will hire more labor when the rate of what the labor is making is less than what they're paying for the labor. I mean, for the labor, for the labor. And they stop hiring as soon as the two values are equal. The point at which the marginal revenue product of labor exceeds the marginal cost, then the firm will be better off by spending more on labor and less on capital. The point at which the marginal revenue product of labor equals the prevailing wage rate is the labor market equilibrium. The marginal decision rule says that a firm will shift spending among factors of production as long as the marginal benefit of such shift exceeds the marginal cost. Wealth is labor. And I know this is deep, but you got to understand what I'm saying. So the the labor theory of value The labor theory of value was an early attempt by economists to explain why goods were exchanged for certain relative prices on the market. It suggested that the value of a commodity was determined by and could be measured objectively by the average number of labor hours necessary to produce it. In the labor theory of value, the amount of labor that goes into producing an economic good is the source of the goods value. So the labor goal that goes into produce a good is the source of the value of the good. The labor that goes into providing a service is the source of the value of the service. And someone would say, well, so, well, it's not just labor because, you, I, you know, I had to learn how to do this. Well, it took you labor to learn how to do it. And this is why wealthy families use public businesses. They use it because we don't understand the value of our life. Plain and simple. You might not like how it sounds. You might not say, so you ain't talking to me. I value my life. And you may value your life in the sense that you want to live a good life. You don't want to be bothered. You don't want any stress. You want to eat good foods. You value, you know, the fact that you're able to spend time with your children and so on and so forth. I'm talking about Your life, when you exchange it as labor, the value is off. And I know through my studies of the public educational system that the public educational system was set up by wealthy individuals and families to fund their enterprises with human labor capital. You go work for our business. You come work for our family business. Don't go make your own. And if you don't know the value of your labor and the compounding value of labor, when you apply education, specific education, apprenticeship or whatever. So we don't we don't value the things that we should ultimately value, which is the life, the life force that we exchange for these currency notes and wealthy families know that they know that they know that we go to public school they know that we like cash cash rules everything around me cream and they know we you know we're throwing it in the air they know all of these things and they know that if you're not willing to accept this hourly wage of fiat currency there's someone right behind you that will because there are an abundant number of of uneducated individuals that do not understand the value of their labor, that do not understand that you you disrespect the value of your labor when you don't utilize at least a portion of your labor for your own family enterprise. Because every time you walk into your business and you punch in, that is a business that is set up. uh, If you go far enough back and you follow the money, you will find that all businesses in the world somehow tie back to a private family or a private family estate. And that's just the way it is. And it, and it benefits those with knowledge to have those without. So, I mean, this is why. I mean, you know, I know I kind of went, you know, kind of I came in, I came in hot and sideways, but you know, I'm really all I'm doing is is, is attempting to you know educate the people and and i know through proper education we can you know provide a proper demonstration and through proper demonstration we are able to achieve things in our lives that we never thought we could achieve And I know what it's like to look at someone or look at look at people and wonder how they do it and feel so disconnected from someone else Because of their success or their their language or their their swagger or you know the 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 clothes that they're wearing, you know, just how how well kept they are or whatever how much money they have whatever And it's very few of those people That recognize that disconnect And try to bridge that disconnect Most of of the motivation Is a sort of resentment Because we don't have what they do But then When you achieve A certain Level of I don't know Wealth I guess Do you become the ones that you resented Are you now one of those That you resented see because that's a weird mind trick if you resent those with wealth or you resent those that have then when you don't <clears throat> psychologically and subconsciously you've kind of blocked a wall on becoming one of those people someone that has what what I don't it's a psychological barrier it's, it's, a, it's a psychological trick and we need to be able to recognize these psychological things and errors of thought so that we can Break what's going on with us and then not teach it or at least teach less of it in subsequent generations. You know, I think it's important, you know, as well as, you know, getting your finances in order, understanding what true wealth is, you know, setting up your private estate. But concepts that we weren't taught in school value, what is. Value. How is value determined? Is it in use or in value in exchange, or is it value value in consideration? And why wasn't I taught that my labor is the most valuable thing on this earth when it comes to commercial activity? Because all entities in commerce, where you talking about a public LLC or a private business trust. It's not a living, breathing entity. It's a fictional entity. It's fiction. It wasn't created by the creator. It was created by us. It was constructed. It can't do anything on its own. It needs living, breathing men and women to move for it, whether it's a public business or a private trust. And when you start thinking about things from that angle, things start to trip. I remember a guy back like ten years ago he told me everything that you buy is paid is paid for already and I was like, "What he was like, "Yeah, everything that you bought everything that you buy in the stores it's paid for already and I, man, it blew my up because i i mean there's no way I could wrap my mind around what he was saying it was a it was a guy he was very smart i i I seek out mentors. I seek out people who are I feel are smarter than me, and I just try to ask them questions and learn as much as I can from them. So I knew he wasn't playing with me. He wasn't really, and he wasn't messing around. He was telling me the truth, but he was the type of guy that wouldn't come out and tell you. He, he wants you to do mental work, and I understand that now because I had to do work. And you're not just going you know, spoon fed, spoon feed people who haven't sat down and done the prerequisite study and substantiation, you know, due diligence that you have. Cause it's a lot of work, you know. A workman is worthy of the hire. If not, man, find your own way. But yeah, he's like, everything you bought has already been paid for. And I was like, how's it paid for? And he's like, it's paid for by labor. It was brought into existence in a form that 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 had value because it was infused with value through the labor necessary to put it together, to mold it, to fire it to form it to whatever it was without labor everything lays the way it is raw raw materials raw commodities nothing moves without labor you need to understand what value is you gotta understand why wealthy families use public business do yourself a favor download the app on um on your, uh, you know, your, your Amazon, I mean, your Amazon, wow, you you might have a Kindle, but download the app on your Android or your iOS. It's called LibriVox, L-I-B-R-I-V-O-X, L-I-B, as in boy, R-I, V, as in Victor, O-X, LibriVox, and it has, it's like, um, Audible, it's like those, 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 those apps That, you know, um, they got audio books, right? But I like this one because it it has volunteers that read books where the copyright is up. So it's for free. You You might have to listen to an ad or something, but it's for free. But look up The Wealth of Nations by Adam Smith. It's a really old book. It's called The Wealth of Nations. And listen to that. The the, the dude who, who reads it, his his voice is oh my god, the dudes it's like he's standing in the closet putting on his socks. It's like so boring and, and, and monotonous. But you know, if you if you if you can catch what this dude Adam Smith was talking about with regards the the wealth of Asian nations and how it breaks down to the division of labor. You can get you know a foundation of what I'm talking about and where I'm coming from. because this is nothing new. And the, and the biggest thing about all this stuff, you know, whether it breaks down to you know understanding that labor is the most valuable thing and the currency and anything that we get with it is secondary is, is a big paradigm shift. You know, un- understanding that this isn't money, it's a big paradigm shift. Understanding that there's there's entities that that can be created privately and will be recognized in the public to do business but aren't regulated by the public state. This this was a paradigm shift for me. It's like what? What are you talking about? And then just the fact that, you know, the wealth of nations, you know, we talking about nations with all these budgets and stuff, with these deficits, their wealth is predicated upon labor. And the division of labor and they figured out that instead of having one guy make the arrows because he can make you know 18 arrows a day you can have one guy make the shaft of the arrow one guy make the tip and one guy make the whatever the end call with the feathers on or whatever it is at the end and you can make 44 arrows a day if you properly divide the labor so not only did people hundreds of years ago understand that wealth is predicated upon labor, they understand how to, how to perpetuate and exp- um, exponentially add to wealth by dividing labor into specific tasks. And now you wonder why trade schools don't really exist anymore. And why they only teach you a sing- single degree in these public schools when, if we talk in degrees, there's 360 degrees in a circle, which equals completion. So a single degree is far from complete. And, and, and further and further, uh, specialize your labor to doing one thing that is dependent on other people to do their things to get the completed product yes it's better for the company but it's not good for the laborer because what true skill do you have if that job is to lay you off because the numbers are bad for the last quarter and this doesn't apply to everybody but understand maybe it does maybe it does so it, 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 it provokes thought in what do I do every day for this company and that makes that company money and of course I get, a, I get a piece of the money that I make for the company that I can't do every day for my private family and make money because there would be so many extra people needed And that's why the wealthy use Public business Division of labor There's always going to be people who don't understand The value of their labor The value of their life when it comes to exchanging it There's always going to be People that need to be governed There's always going to be people that need To have laws written And be told to obey Because there's choice And as long as there's choice There's going to be people who make the other choice And this, you know, is is, is a small thing to me. and I don't like to speak on such contrivances. But the wealthy use family businesses, family public businesses, because they understand the value of labor. Now, hopefully, you understand the value of labor, the value of your labor, the value of your labor when it comes to a complete task versus the portion of a task. You follow what I'm saying? And that's why I tell people to start a business. Start a business, whatever. Start a business. Start a business. Well, I don't want to, I don't. I stop saying I and start thinking about your family. Start thinking about your heirs. Start thinking about your grandchildren. Your great grandchild with lupus and learning disabilities I don't have to go out and fight for a job try to get a job or have to live off a state disability because you can be a janitor at the company that you created three generations beforehand you got to start thinking more holistic than the simplistic individualism because that's the trick as well start a family business start a business man I mean if we're lucky you know the the children will pick pick it up if they don't so what as long as the private estate owns the majority interest and receives the profits from the business. It don't matter who runs it. Who don't matter who the CEO is. It better be a good CEO, make the money, player. It don't matter who the administrators are. It don't matter who works there. You, at least you know you have the option. The family has the option to give any family member a job. Yeah, go in here. What can you do? Can you file papers. All right. So and so works here. This is your new. We want you to. Oh, that's. That's because you see you, you see her last name? That's because she's part of the family whisper 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 Flip it, flip the script start off I mean you can start off buying and selling stuff on Craigslist. I mean there's so many things that you can do it's just all you got to do is sit down and think how can I how can I how can I start a business tomorrow? if I was going to start a business tomorrow how what would I do? How can I start a business tomorrow and and, and 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 get going? What would I need to do to get what do I need to do to get going? How can I? How can I is a question you need to be asking? Because there's so many things that we're missing. There's so many things that we're missing. So much money being left on the table, so much time being wasted, so much life and energy expended And focused in the wrong direction, and subconsciously it wears on us. The all-seeing eye, in my opinion, is your subconscious mind. It sees everything. Your conscious mind, you can you know, well she made me mad, so that's why I, I, I disrespected her. You know, your conscious mind can pretty much you can pretty much talk yourself into anything. Subconscious mind sees everything. A lot of us have a lot of issues in our lives and our relationships and so on and so forth because our subconscious mind is displeased. is at odds with our conscious mind because we're double-minded. Subconscious mind wants and craves one thing, peace, tranquility, respect, love. Conscious mind is ego, me, wants this, that, I. You can't serve two masters. The subconscious is about family, sticking together, love. Conscious mind is mostly about me, 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 and I like you, so I'll hook you up because you're kind of me or kind of like an accessory to me, so I want you to look good type stuff. A lot of y'all know what I'm talking about. and yeah it's not you, you went to public school they didn't, there's a lot of stuff they didn't teach you, there's a lot of things that we don't know that we didn't know but we felt it you felt it, you knew That's the reason why you're checking out this episode right now so it's restless your subconscious mind is restless your spirit is restless, it needs something that you haven't given it yet that's why you feel the way you do, I know this because I felt the same way people do drugs, alcohol, start getting abusive to people, you know, maybe getting destructive, Uh, you know, a lot of things that are negative, that are are destructive type, but when it comes time to build, we don't know what to do. It starts small. We got to understand very, very small things. We got to understand what value is. We got to understand what value comes from. the only reason why you're holding up that gold piece is because I value it and I'm willing to expend my labor however necessary to get it up to a certain point that's the basics of business and that's why wealthy families use public business and I hope you've learned something with this episode I really do I do this for y'all I put my blood sweat and tears in this thing you know I got people asking me if I'm an agent You know what I'm saying like this stuff is weird It's wild And and, and I get it though Because I know in a lot of Conversations and, and a lot of interactions You know I felt it before you feel Very very disconnected very far Away from people Even though they may sound like you or act like you feel Very far away you know How did you do what you do how did you Get what you get How are you so different from me and yet I feel so close to you. Must be some sort of manipulation. No. We're different because I've done so many different things. So there's things that I did not do and there's things that I did do. No matter what anyone else standing next to me or talking to me or saying things to me about future and what things, I didn't care. I did things and I didn't do things and a lot of the things I did do was different than the things that other people were doing and a lot of things that I didn't do was different than the, thing, the things that other people were doing and it was a sacrifice and it, it required consistency it required dedication it required humility I studied, I learned I asked questions, I tell people I don't know, I ask questions you say something, I, mean, I don't know the word, I'm like well, what does that mean I don't care if I look stupid I can look stupid for 30 seconds so I asked a question if you don't ask a question, you look stupid for your life. I grew up on Tupac. Coward dies a thousand deaths. A soldier's just one. I'm afraid of what? I'm afraid to try. I'm afraid to do something. I'm afraid to attempt. I'm afraid to fail. That's cowardice. And I can't do that. I wake up at night feeling a certain way about myself. I'm restless. It bothers me. So I got to do my dance. And you can, too. It's, what a, it's all about what you do and what you don't do. It's that simple. What do you do? Does it serve you and your family? What don't you do? Does that serve you and your family? Start flipping it. Start making changes. Little ones at first. Larger ones if you feel like it. Don't overwhelm yourself. Do your dance. 10 seconds left in the broadcast, 563 999 nine, five, You'll get cut off. So I'm, I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. No one had a chance to call in. <laughs> My bad. But it is what it is, you know. I, you know, hey. I can I can wax poetic, lyrical, whatever, with regards to trust, with regards to foundation, with regards to public, you know, um, entities that are owned, majority, you know, held in interest by a private entity. Trustee training, trust series. It's up to you. It's about what you do and what you don't do. And there's two ways you can do this. What did you do? I hit up soap I got in trustee training. I let the man put me on. What did you not do? I did not hit up soap. I did not get into trusty training. I did not start my own business. I did not learn how. I did not ask how I can. I did not try. It's about what you do and what you don't do. And the choice is up to you. Hey, y'all, I appreciate you. You know, um, I trust that you learned something with this show. You know, with this episode of the foundation. You know, I definitely appreciate appreciate you checking it out. I appreciate all new listeners. Shout out to the new listeners. And you know, definitely shout out to the OGs. Definitely want to say what's up. Like I said, I'll do this for you. You know, the mission of the foundation is a trust, is to re reestablish the foundational understanding and education of doing business. and protecting the assets in the public reestablishing the foundational education and understanding of doing business in the public i think i think you know we do a lot of things for all the wrong reasons and we don't do things for all the wrong reasons so you know this is an educational charitable endeavor And uh, if you would like to help us out, you know, admin at welcome to the foundation.com or you can go to welcome to the foundation.com, make a donation. If you want to get into trustee training, email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com. It is very comprehensive, it's pretty extensive, it's hands on, and um, you know, I'll take care of you. Check out welcome to the foundation.com. Got the Passport No Social, part one, part two, trust series, part one, part two, part three, foundation trust primer. You know, make sure you check out blogtalk.com forward slash high frequency for all past archives of the foundation. And you can catch Yusuf shows as well. Big brother, Yusuf. And happy to announce that we here at the foundation have brought on, you know, we've expanded. How about that? You know, there's, 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 there's more people in the foundation. <laughs> To help you know bring this stuff to y'all Help get everything together Help add to the foundation and stuff You know I'm gonna I'm gonna let them remain private But I do want to say thank you For stepping up And you know I look forward to you know doing this dance You know for our people With you So shout out You know shout out to you So we got more stuff coming to you We got the YouTube page gonna be updated You know I might be doing some live shows But I will not be showing my face cause I'm private and, uh, you know, got a lot of stuff going on. I, you know, I'm looking to expand this year, definitely. Also, I'm looking to, you know, set up a, a different type of trustee training. That's all I'm going to say right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely more affordable, but very much less accessible. So there's going to be a trade-off. It's going to be, you know, easily accessible for you to get into this training, um, but you'll have less access to or pretty much no access to me. So there's like going to be a tiered system of the training, which is going to allow for a lot of more expansion. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be great. It's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be it's going to be lovely. It's going to be luxurious. To to tell you the truth, it's going to be absolutely luxurious. So with that being said, you know that's all my announcements. You know what I'm saying? I trust y'all had a wonderful time learning some learning some new stuff. Or you know, hopefully, I was able to you know spark something. In you to at least inspire you to do something different or to not do something different or both and you know take control start a business start an LLC I don't care I don't care if the LLC makes five dollars a year start an LLC you you can't imagine the tax benefits you can't imagine the, the benefits of multi-generational wealth it's, it's very serious and it's not just for people who are wealthy or who don't look like us. www.welcometothefoundation.com Who says www anymore? Is that four times? Sign up for the email list. Um, I'm at welcometothefoundation.com. You know, get you a consultation. Get into trustee training. That's it. I don't really do much else. Well, y'all have a great week. Enjoy yourself. You know, make sure that you, you know, take care of yourself and, and be good to the people that you love. Because, you know, seeing them happy makes you happy. And uh, y'all y'all have a great week. Like I said, make sure you say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night. And I'll catch you next week here here at the same spot, the hottest radio network on the planet, high-frequency radio network. I am So L. It has been my pleasure to be here with you today. My wealthy families use public business. And I will catch you next time here on the foundation on High Frequency Radio Network. Enjoy yourself, take care of yourself, peace to the gods.
0: Going to sing all the way live.
1: High Frequency Radio.